Welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical and biblical advice on the hard-to-navigate areas of daily life. Thank you for joining. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Asking for a Friend. Um, I'm here with my friend, Mandy. Hey! Mandy, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm at Park Springs Bible Church, and I'm the children's director. Um, Been here for about seven years, almost seven years. Yeah, coming up on that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Arlington, Texas. Man, it's wild over here. Yeah. So um, I gave Mandy the fun topic, the topic that, you know, we all love talking about, breakups. Yeah, thank you for that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I guess just, you know, the people want to know, have you ever had a breakup, Mandy? Well, I think if you would have asked me to be on this podcast for this topic, the answer would be yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, she got me there. She's had a breakup. Yeah. Um, but you're asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah. My friends wanted to know if you've had a breakup. (laughs) Um, yeah, so maybe we can just start out with, if you feel comfortable, just sharing yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, so it is a really crazy story, but um, I've loved seeing God's hand on it. And just to give some context, I am not originally from Texas. Um, after college in Alabama, actually, I went overseas and was in East Asia for missions and I was teaching over there for about a year. Um, but in college, I dated a guy. And so we decided when I was going to go overseas to stick that out and be in a long distance relationship while he finished up school. So uh, we did. And that was hard, but it was good. We learned a lot. And then he got a job here in Texas, hence why I'm here now. So um, we figured, OK, if we're going to pursue this towards marriage, we should be in the same city. And so I moved my life to Texas and I didn't know anyone here. Started this new job as um, children's director, which was different than teaching. I mean, it definitely has to do with children, but totally different being in ministry compared to like school teaching. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of transition, a lot of learning, and then just trying to figure out this relationship. So, um, about eight months after moving here, it was just looking like it was not working out mm. and a lot of red flags. Um, and so he actually ended up breaking up with me. I had a lot of questions about the relationship, but I don't think I would have broken up. Um, I'm a really loyal person. And so I think I would have stuck it out. And I really believed like, We had been long distance overseas while I was halfway around the world. (laughs) We can make this work in Texas. Um, But yeah, it was not God's plan for that to happen. And so, yeah, at that time, I guess I was about, I was 20, uh, 25. Yeah. And um, it was really hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that leads to the next thing. Like, why do you think breakups 
are so hard? Well, I think they are definitely a picture that we live in a broken world and um, not to say like breakups are necessarily in and of themselves sinful, but just that we live in a world that is full of sin and um, and death. And so when you have your heart in something and in someone um, and there's like a grief there, then it's definitely really, really tough. And I think marriage can be such a powerful um, picture of the gospel. So when you have a breakup, it can also be um, a picture of like the opposite. It's like a breaking of a relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's like hurt and sadness and pain that's really real, you know, mm -hmm. in those um, moments. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel for like, those, those times when breakups happen, it is, you feel like you are the only one mm -hmm. and it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's easy to fall into that. Like, Oh, nobody understands how I'm feeling mindset. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think, I think breakups are more common than we like to believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess something I've been thinking about is, uh, or just trying to think through, like, what does God say about breakups? And uh, do you see any examples of breakups maybe in the Bible or um, specific times God speaks to that? Yeah, that's a hard question because you, like, want to be able to open your Bible and be like, okay, God, what, what, <laughs> what do, do I say? do? You know? What do you yeah, say about breakups? And breakups in the, like, 21st century sense didn't happen in the Bible because mm -hmm. culturally – um, there was pretty much arranged marriages mm -hmm. or like, yeah, you didn't know who you were necessarily going to marry or you married into a specific family. And, um, yeah, but there was I, no like dating in the no. Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't really date each other, go on dates. Yeah. But I do think God, I mean, the Bible is, is for the 21st century. Mm -hmm. Um, and he does speak to it as, and the first verse that I thought of was he does bind up the brokenhearted mm -hmm. and in the Psalms and, um, and also just how he does work all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So a breakup can be a part of God's good in your life or my life. And, um, but specifically I did think of quite a few relationships in the Bible that were pretty broken. So mm -hmm. it was like, Abraham and Sarah, who God had called mm -hmm. and um, gave them a promise, like you are going to have a son and your descendants are going to be like a multitude, you know, um, the sand and the stars. And then they were like, okay, well, we don't have a kid. So enter Hagar mm -hmm. and super messy relationship. Um, and in the end, you know, Abraham and Hagar had a son. Hagar had to flee. Um, but God still watched over Hagar and cared for her, um, and Ishmael, you know, her son. And then a few couple generations later, you get like Jacob and Leah and Rachel, <laughs> and he had to go mm -hmm. work for Laban. <laughs> and then Laban deceitfully gives Jacob, uh, Leah first. Mm -hmm. That's just really messed up. You yeah. Know? And he didn't love Leah. Exactly. Imagine how Rachel. Leah felt through that. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. Uh, but yet, I mean, not to spoil it, like God 
used Leah to then later on bring forth Jesus, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, but I'm sure she had moments where it's like, my husband doesn't love me and uh, super, you know, very broken family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one I thought of, uh, like New Testament wise, is um, Mary and Joseph. Like, so the angel came to Mary, was saying, okay, you're going to have the son of God. And she was betrothed to Joseph. And when Joseph heard about that and thought, okay, Mary must have been unfaithful. Mm-hmm. So he was going to honorably, um, quietly, you know, break it off. But then the angel came to Joseph and um, was like, no, this is what Mary is saying is true. And you are supposed to be with Mary. Yeah. And I thought, man, I want an angel to come to me. <laughs> to me <laughs> oh my be, gosh. Be with somebody or not be with yeah, somebody. Yeah, give me a but, sign, God. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I think those are our few examples of not specifically like people in what we would consider a breakup, but definitely biblical characters who walked through really tough relationships, really hard family life, and God was still in in what he had planned for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And God used those people to, Yeah, I mean, change all of our lives. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, I guess that kind of makes me think about, um, reasons to break up, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I feel like you said in your story, you were asking like, why did this happen? You were asking Mm -hmm. so many questions, but if we were thinking about it the other way where you're breaking up with someone, what would you say some good or healthy reasons to break up with someone are? Cause those can be hard moments as well. Yeah. For sure, if um, someone is not a believer, I would say, like, and and you are, don't be in that relationship. Mm -hmm. That's just really not going to work, especially if you want your marriage to be centered around Jesus and the gospel. It can't be if it's unequally yoked like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's say you are both Christians, and, and yeah, you... You are trying to figure out, okay, do our personalities work? Some really practical questions, I think, to consider, like, should this move forward or should we call it off, is to think through, um, like, are they invested in church? Are they serving? Are they in community? Um, I think also down to the nitty gritty, like, thinking about, do you align like family wise as far as are you excited like for kids or not having kids or um, are you missionally minded? Like, do you both want to go overseas? Um, not that God can't change a person's heart to also want to go overseas too. Um, but if they're just not missional in that way, that will be pretty hard yeah. to be in a relationship. Um And I also think if someone is selfish, like really thinking through, are you sacrificing the things you enjoy for the sake of, oh, well, it's because I need to sacrifice and do this for the other person. Mm -hmm. And you're doing it in love, but that person should also enjoy things you enjoy. Yeah. Like whether it's eating weird things, you know, adventurously or hobbies and sports or music not that you have to all like the same things at all um I think having different giftings and enjoying different things is great 
But if you're always sacrificing what you're enjoying for the other person, Mm -hmm. that's not going to be an enjoyable marriage. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't go away. Just that, that you almost have that feeling of, oh, I'm always giving stuff up. It might harbor discontent. Yeah. Yeah. And does this person, are you always working through something difficult or like, are you able to just enjoy being? Because it isn't all butterflies and like being in love. It is, um, you are going to work through tough things. But um, do you laugh a lot with that person or not? You know, and so just kind of evaluating and and maybe even finances too. Mm-hmm. Like how do you each use money um, and plan? And so those are some kind of second tier things from like, really, does this person have a heart for Jesus and love his word and being in community, but then thinking of kind of some of those second tier things too. Yeah. Um, do you think that there is a healthy or, I mean, I use this term loosely, but a godly way to break up, like a way for two believers to, um, just, you know, end things on a good note, I guess, if that's, you know, if that's even possible. Yeah. When you really liked or loved someone I think it can be extremely hard to navigate. And it also depends on the situation too. Like, are your circles going to keep overlapping if you're, let's say, at the same church or in the same college group? Or, um, But I do think clarity, like communicating really clearly. So it's not saying, okay, we're taking space and then getting back together again. Or um, really making it extremely clear of, Um, and not blaming, just saying like, okay, I really sense the Lord is moving me in this direction and maybe you in this direction and maybe our paths aren't lining up. Um, but not in a way that's like blaming you that your path is going in a different direction. It can be like, you are my sister in Christ. You are my brother in Christ. So, um, I think no breakup can be easy. But if it's clearly communicated and done in a loving way, um, it can still be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that leads into the question that everyone asks, you know, can you be friends with your ex <laughs> after a breakup? Is that something that's possible? Yeah, that's definitely really tricky. I think after a breakup happens, it is really healthy to have some space because mm-hmm. it helps you each to be able to evaluate it aside from that person being just right there all the time. Um, And that can be hard because you don't want to then miss out on if you have the same group of friends, you know, but I think, um, or even your families could be friends. So maybe asking yourself questions of like, will time, a little bit of time help this heal? Um, Will it help me not be distracted so I can then focus on my relationship with the Lord or on um, close friendships with other guys and girls, um, figuring out ways to serve? So I think maybe after some time it could be possible to be friends, but immediately afterwards it's probably really healthy to have a little bit of space at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that a lot of couples, like my friends probably, they probably Mm -hmm. cling to that idea of being friends after the breakup. Like, okay, we're broken up. We can still be friends. We can still talk. We can still, and it's like, no, that's probably not good for one or both people. Because realistically, your heart is still going to be like wishing for it. Looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. Or wanting the person to change their mind. Yeah. Like, oh, if we just be friends, then they'll change their mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that can be really unproductive, an unproductive way of thinking. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think uh, something that was helpful when we talked about this before was um, I think you encouraged me to look at this as a season of singleness, which yes, like that's a season. I mean, my friend, my friend, season <laughs> of singleness, um, just not as a bad thing, not as something to shy away from, not a time to like go sit with my head down and like yeah. be all pity you know, party. Yeah, just upset. Yeah. And um, I think you just encouraged me of, how do I say this? Like looking for, I might cut this. I'm just rambling. Oh no, yeah. What Using I'm trying to say is um, singleness as not just a season to skip over. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is such an awesome season. Like take advantage of this probably the most time you have to be able to say yes to things quickly. Cause once you are married and of course having children, you have to think through decisions. Um, I guess pre COVID, like you could say yes to traveling a whole bunch, mm-hmm. even now, you know, um, the, yeah, travel as a single is so awesome. So fun to see. Um, the world and and then um, it's a great time to like be blessing others so I love it when um, people have said like how can I serve you um, at church and be in children's ministry I mean that's like such a training ground for um, serving in general but of just like being around kids being around other volunteers being invested in the church and you're discipling the next generation mm-hmm. so it's really an awesome season. Yeah. 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 Just a time, like all this free time, you know, and you can use it for things you maybe wouldn't have been before. Yeah. I think that's encouraging. Um, is there anything that you would say to someone that's going through a breakup right now and just um, maybe some words of encouragement or practical advice about just getting yeah. through that really dark season or time? Yeah. Um I mean, I do remember it really clearly. Like, you feel like there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm, like, bursting into tears for no random reason. You know, (laughs) uh, it is okay to grieve. And in that season, um, you might not feel like God is close. And yet, clinging to his word and pressing into prayer, um, surrounding yourself with really close friends that you can trust not the ones who are just like gonna take your side all the time Mm -hmm. but you know the ones who will speak truth um who will pray for you like it it is okay to also seek counseling like if you're feeling depressed or anxious um i i was in counseling for a time after that and um it's okay to reach out for help and when it feels really isolating and like your world is falling apart. So um, I would just encourage 
those outlets, um, the word, praying, having people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are good ways to get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you say, when it comes to grieving, like what are some ways that you think are productive ways of grieving um, a past relationship or just maybe in general and then maybe some unproductive habits (laughs) that are not drawing you closer to God, but just kind of keeping you in that space of singleness. Yeah. Cause it is okay to grieve, but at the same time, like we said a little earlier, like staying in that and having like a pity party is not healthy. So it's, it's moving forward still, not necessarily like, okay, I'm just going to move past this and act like it didn't ever happen. Like Mm -hmm. you still need to, um, deal and be, in it and see like, okay, God, what do you have for me in this? Um, and seek others wisdom. Um, I think a lot of times with a breakup, hopefully you have been able to have people around you where you can ask for wisdom, um, and who are walking with you, you know, through it. So that's probably pretty productive is to go, um, back to those mentors or friendships in your life that, um, can really point you to Jesus. And then an unproductive thing would be just to isolate yourself. Like, don't do that. The temptation is to, mm-hmm. um, but really be in community and, and not to over-spiritualize it, but like cry out to God in prayer and, you know, journals where I just can now look back on and be like, okay, I was crying out to the Lord, similar to David, you know, in the Psalms and, mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord really, you know, remembering his promises and that he is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess specifically for your breakup, um, how did you get through that and maybe how, how long did that take? Like, what was the timeline of that? Yeah. Um, I think it was. It's hard to know, like, the point of, okay, now I'm over it. (laughs) And that depends on how, for every person, like, how long were you in this relationship? How close were you? Were you even engaged already? You know, it's, um, I think time can vary for each situation. But for me, I remember I really got to do, I got to do VBS the summer after it happened. And there was a shift both in like my work life and ministry of, I actually really love this job. I think God's called me to children's ministry and not to go back into school teaching, you know, at at this time. And there was that shift, which made me excited to be in children's ministry. And then there was, um, a opportunity to, which I think, towards the end we'll talk about, but like going on a mission trip, going back to Asia. And I was excited for that and seeing, okay, God, I can say yes to anything you want me to do right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, whether that's going back overseas or staying in Texas and doing children's ministry. Um, so it probably was about a year or so. Um, so, and at that time in it, that feels so long, mm-hmm. like to get over a, a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but for every person, I think it can also depend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So are you like over that breakup now? What's the what's <laughs> the status the quo? Now? Yeah. <laughs> well, God does write amazing stories, and I think uh, not to say my story will be like anyone else's story, um, and that if you do this, this, or this, God's gonna bring the right person along. That that is not how it works. Mm-mm. You know, it's um, it was twenty seven years of singleness, and then. Uh, Jared actually invited us, invited me on a mission trip to Asia, and um, my now husband, Brian, was on that trip, but I'll be clear, we did not fall in love on that trip. (laughs) (laughs) He was actually really quiet, so I hadn't really um, noticed him that much, but yeah, so afterwards, I had actually stayed in Asia to see some friends and to really honestly ask the Lord, like, would you have me be back overseas? I was pretty focused mm-hmm. on, on that. And, um, and then I got back and I felt a peace. I felt, you know, okay, I, I could stay here in Texas or I can be back overseas. And, um, I had a message from Brian actually, and he said, Hey, how was the rest of your time in Asia? And I was like, what, what is, <laughs> who, who is this guy? <laughs> you know? Uh, and the rest is kind of history, but, um, yeah, that's how we initially met. And I'm so thankful. Like he has a similar story to mine as well. And we just got to chat about that and realize God does take broken relationships and, um, and use it for us. I think ultimately growing closer Mm. to him, but, um, it was a part of each of our stories that we kind of connected on as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and we have, we've been married for four years. Uh, we have a little boy who's almost two, named James. He's a cutie, guys. <laughs> you have to come to Park Springs and check him out. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But, yes, like I said, that's that's not to say, okay, you wait this long, <laughs> and after a breakup, you know, then a guy's going to come along. <laughs> you God. need to go on a mission trip and then you'll meet someone. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I will say go on a mission trip for sure, but not to meet a, a guy or girl. Um, yeah, but I think just trusting the Lord wherever you are in whatever season and living in the present. And if a guy or girl happens to come along to, you know, alongside you, you know, that's great. And if not, God's called you to amazing things, mm-hmm. um, no matter what, if you're married or if you're single. Because mm-hmm. ultimately... Marriage is not going to satisfy. A person is mm. not going to satisfy. Exactly. So only Jesus can be our satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. You can't rely on a person, yeah. another broken person to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, you know, I asked Mandy on the show because, um, yeah, we've just had a good conversation and she's given me some good advice on this topic in the past and, I just wanted to share it with whoever is interested in listening because it is a really hard season, but yeah, I mean, surrounding yourself with community and people that can speak wisdom into your life, that can be a really good thing as opposed to, I don't know. Yeah. Not doing that Instagram stalking. Yeah. (laughs) Doing, going that route, you know, there, there are better things to do. So yeah. Yeah. This was awesome. And doing a great job. This has been so fun. Yeah, we hope that this is helpful. It's a hard topic. (laughs) Yeah, hard topic, but um, hopefully, you know, you can get something out of this, all you audience members. (laughs) 
So we will see y'all next time. Woo! Thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. If you're interested in learning more about our church, visit psbible.com. Bye! Thank you.